You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jaysfromthecouch.com. This has been a difficult day. And no, I'm not just talking about how I performed at volleyball tonight, because it was bad. I had no control over anything and just could not keep the ball on the court. But there are some serious, far more serious things going on. And we're going to talk about them. We're also going to talk about the Blue Jays game today where they just completely pummeled the Orioles. Like to the point where I legitimately felt bad for them. But we will talk about that in the second half of the program. We're going to start with the biggest topic in the world right now. And... It's it's a difficult one to talk about, especially since, you know, it's still evolving and still ongoing and there's so many people being affected right now. But it it has to be talked about because I got messages earlier tonight um, from friend of the show, Irene at Orchid2424, who asked me, AJ, is there going to be baseball being played in two weeks? And we have to talk about it because it's it's hitting the sports world now. Coronavirus is in sports. It started with, you know, restrictions on gatherings affecting, you know, attendance and whatnot. But it's starting to hit, you know, athletes. Um, earlier today, a defender for Juventus in Italy's Serie A... Uh, Danielle Rugani tested positive, first athlete to be tested positive for it. Then we find out Tom Hanks has it, which, I mean, if that don't tell you just, you know, how pervasive it is and how anyone can be hit. And then the NBA officially suspended its season because Rudy Gobert was an idiot and decided to basically lick microphones as a joke. Because Rudy Gobert is that kind of punk. I mean, I don't I don't know why, but that's what he did. And Rudy Gobert has tested positive. So now that's six NBA teams on quarantine because that's... Well, actually seven because that's the Jazz. That's the Thunder who they were supposed to play tonight. And that, that's the five previous teams they faced. All East Coast teams because Utah was on a road trip. So that's the Knicks, the Celtics, the Cavaliers, the Pistons, and the Raptors. So now that's, that's two of the big epicenters in the United States, Boston and New York. And now that's Toronto. And obviously with cases popping up in BC and Alberta and Ontario... New Brunswick had its first one reported today. It was a woman who came from France. 
So it's getting closer and closer to home. And people are worried, like, are they going to have sports to distract from this? And you can never be 100% sure. You always want to err on the side of caution with stuff like this. And so far, MLB has shown a reluctance to out-and-out cancel games. Obviously, the NBA had no choice because, again, Rudy Gobert is an idiot. But it's going to be very possible that when there is baseball, that people are going to be watching it on TV and they'll watch... Bo Bichette hit a home run. They'll watch Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit a home run. And there will be no one in the stands to catch it. There will be no roars. It's just basically sandlot baseball. You know, you hear the chatter on the field, the crack of the bat, the thud as a ball hits a glove when it's thrown. And there is something pure about that, but again, it, it doesn't help what baseball is about without the fans there to create the atmosphere, to support the people who work at the stadium, to to lend that aura. There will be something missing from, from the game. And I, again, I am confident that there will be games on March 26th. I'm not going 100% on it, but I, I have a pretty good feeling because money makes the world go round. I don't know if that's become more apparent during this pandemic or not. But MLB has some very tasty TV contracts. And a lot more people are going to be turning to TV now that large public gatherings are not an option. So I do believe that MLB will exhaust every possible avenue to actually play games and get that TV money, get that internet stream money. But, you know, the second a player tests positive, that's when it'll be suspended. That's when things will be pushed back because you cannot put people at at risk for for your own greed. There's There's enough people doing that in the world right now you see it every day when when you see a man go on tv and tell people oh there's nothing to worry about while well, he looks like he has the virus himself already happened in iran wouldn't be surprised if it happened south of the border and again it's not worth the risk sports are not worth the risk I live with someone who is very much in danger if they come into contact with this virus because it could legitimately kill them. And if I if I thought there was a greater chance of getting it myself by going to a stadium, I wouldn't go. That's that's just, you know, self-preservation. That's that's the only real empathetic way to handle it is is thinking about your loved ones in this situation and if if they were diabetic if they had an 
immune disorder. And not enough people thought thought about it like what that way. Rudy Gobert did not think about it that way. The 50-year-old guy in Japan who went to a bar knowing he tested positive, he didn't think about it that way. The the guy who traveled from Germany to Italy and basically infected the country didn't think about it that way. The guys, the rich Republican donors showing up at, at CPAC and, and rich guys showing up at mining conventions and suburban families traveling around St. Louis when they're under quarantine, they're not thinking about it. It's time more people started thinking about it. And if sports has to be sacrificed then so be it. I don't think they will. I think they will still play without fans. But you have to make that sacrifice. You have to make that statement right now that you are not going to put your athletes, your employees, and other vulnerable people at risk until this is contained. That's all that matters right now. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, Let's talk about some things that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things, especially exhibition games. But we're going to talk about them right after this message. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So let's lighten the mood a little bit. And talk about how the Blue Jays absolutely destroyed the Orioles today to the point of sadness. 14 to 2 was the final. The Blue Jays tagged Orioles starter Tom Eshelman for nine runs in two innings. It's, I mean, you love to see it, but at the same time, again, you just feel really sorry for the Orioles. The there's nothing they could do. The Blue Jays hit six home runs in that game. And it's exactly the guys you want to see hitting those home runs. It was Danny Jansen continuing to just tear up spring training. He went three for three today with the home run and a triple and three RBIs. He's batting 529. His OPS is almost two. That is insane. And I love seeing it because, as we talked about with Keegan Matheson, if you can extend the range of that Blue Jays lineup and and just make it fearful, like one through seven, and not give a pitcher a break, if Danny Jansen can do that, that goes a long way to helping this club. And again, Lourdes Gurriel, two for two, scored three runs because he's just that efficient. (laughs) I I can't I can't explain it. I mean, it the stats from this game are silly. Bo Bichette went two for three, which was good to see him since he's gonna be the leadoff guy. So six total bases for Bo. He had that leadoff home run off of Eshelman. It's. Santiago Espinal hitting another home run. He's batting 409. <laughs> His OPS is 145. It's Randall Gritchuk just continuing to rake. He went three for three. He had two home runs. He had five RBIs. That 
change in approach at the batting box seems to be very effective at this point. I mean, this this is a guy who's not been a spring performer. He's only hit above 300 in spring training once with regular bats. Technically, he hit 500 when he was with the Angels in 2011. But this is a guy who does not have these kind of strong starts. And if Grichuk can go out there and, and have that kind of start, again, only bodes well for the Blue Jays. It, it solves some of those question marks that the Blue Jays had with their lineup going in. Even even Jonathan Davis going one for two. That helps him in the, in the battle to get that backup outfield spot. Really puts the pressure on Anthony Alford, which amazingly he didn't. He didn't play today. He couldn't get in on it. Billy McKinney and Brandon Drury both played. They want to combine 0 for 6. So I don't know what you want to say about them either. That J-Hap trade is looking worse and worse. But it, it was just a comprehensive demolition of that Orioles pitching staff. And, and we shouldn't be surprised because the Orioles have no pitching. And... As I floated on Twitter, the Blue Jays may be in a position to give them some pitching a little later on in the season, and all it will cost them is Trey Mancini. I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to trade, like, Patrick Murphy and Sean Reed Foley and Hector Perez, I guess. I'm willing to trade all three of them if they give us Trey Mancini. And the Orioles will probably take it, because what do they have? Hunter Harvey's supposed to be their closer. He he gave up two runs in two-thirds of an inning. It it was just so thorough. And and not not to diminish the pitchers either. Chase Anderson had a good performance today, went three and two thirds, only gave up the run, struck out four, gave up the solo shot to Stevie Wilkerson, who's not even on the Orioles' 40-man anymore. But it was a necessary good performance for him after some really rough outings. And then the bullpen worked out very well. Thomas Pinone got his one guy out. Anthony Bass, Ken Giles, E.J. Cole. All pitched scoreless inning. Even Ryan Dull had a scoreless inning against the Orioles. So it, it, was, it was just... It's what you expect a good team to do. Go out there against a weak opponent and just show absolutely no mercy. And the Blue Jays did that. And as I preface this, they're very meaningless games at this point. But they do help set the tone for the season ahead. And when you look at guys like Randall Grichuk and Danny Jansen and Lourdes Gurriel and Santiago Espinal go out there and and be able to take advantage of some terrible pitching and just do that and make Chase Anderson's life easier. That's something we did not see a lot of last year for Toronto. And if they can continue to do that, then it bodes well for that whole, hey, we might be able to make a playoff run thing that Mark Shapiro was talking about yesterday with Jeff Blair and Stephen Brunt on Sportsnet. And again, it makes acquiring Trey Mancini a more 
logical thing to do, especially since Travis Shaw went over three today while playing third base, and he can play third base, that's fine. I mean, Brandon Drury did the exact same thing, so not like I I can really call one pot black while the kettle's just sitting there, but either way, it it bodes well, is what I'm saying. Even if it's meaningless, it bodes well. Speaking of boding well, hopefully this podcast helps you bode well in your day. Just a reminder that if you want to get involved with the podcast, you can do so by following me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Jays or on Facebook at Locked on Jays. Either or definitely works out. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya, whatever app you use to get your podcast fix. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Blue Jays so you don't miss an episode. And, you know, we will continue to be on the air as long as there is baseball to discuss. I can promise you that. And while we're at it, you know, you don't have, you don't just have to listen to the Blue Jays. You can tell your smart device to check out Locked On MLB with Sully. It's a great show. I've done that show. I've been on it. So you can just tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB and you get more great content from around the league. So I advise you to do that. And until the next time we talk, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at JaceRunACouch.com, I'm E.J. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.